2: Welcome, everybody, uh, to one of our final shows, The Sportster Show, brought to you by thesportster.com. My name is Jim Parsons. I shouldn't say final show. I should say final show of 2022. That would be more mm. clear because we are not stopping this podcast. Norman Quarantin's with me on the other end. Norman, how you doing? I'm good, man. And yeah,
3: this is probably going to be our last show of the year. And then, um, But we will be recording another episode soon. Uh, that will probably be the first show of 2023. So but
2: don't worry, we got it all figured out. So, yeah, we're not going anywhere, but we are uh recording here just to cover the news a little bit. And we're going to have a quick conversation about what we liked, what we didn't like in 2022, because it's always easy at the end of the year to reflect back. And there were some big changes in the world of professional wrestling in 2022. The biggest, of course, being that Vince McMahon is no longer with WWE and Triple mm-hmm. H is taking over there. That was a huge development, maybe the biggest development in wrestling in a decade. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. was a massive story, but let's talk about some uh, front page news, things that are going on, current events wise, and then we'll talk about the 2022 year. Uh, this won't be a really long one. Uh, we're actually recording right before SmackDown, a big SmackDown with John Cena coming back uh, for WWE. He's going to be teaming with Kevin Owens and taking on Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. What are you expecting out of John Cena? Coming to SmackDown, are you thinking this will lead to something? There's a lot of talk that he should be maybe at the Rumble, maybe at WrestleMania, but there's no confirmation on that. What are you expecting to see as we get ready for SmackDown tonight? Uh well before I do that I
3: want to apologize to the listeners for in case they can hear I'm I as as I often am I am currently dog sitting so you may hear some yappy dogs uh and I do apologize for that in the background hopefully the mic isn't picking those up but yeah just just want to get that out there So far uh, so good but
2: it's just the atmosphere right
3: Yeah exactly right it just lets you know that we're real people with uh, with real lives That's Um right. yeah so John Cena on Smackdown yeah man I mean look um I like
2: I've
3: uh, look I've I've enjoyed Cena's returns when he came back for SummerSlam last year, 2021. Was it 2021 when he came back and fought Roman?
2: Uh, last summer, yeah, he did. The last time we saw him was the reunion, the 20. That's what, right, the 20 yeah. Reunion on Raw, yeah, yeah. So he so a lot people, then, but yeah, a lot of
3: guys our age, a lot of people our age and our our you know our gender uh, are not uh, weren't always the, the biggest fans. You know, we weren't necessarily his tar- target demographic and we probably did get uh, uh occasionally got a little bit sick of him being rammed down our throats and and stuff you know had your, the lol scene of wins kind of stuff um but when he went away i didn't you know i didn't realize how much i appreciated him until he was gone basically and so i've i always like it when he comes back um, you know, he's a big star now. Um, it's he seems to be doing if you remember when he was feuding with The Rock years ago, he he kind of made fight, he would he would sort of roast The Rock for uh ditching wrestling and going into Hollywood and never coming back to WWE. And Cena could have done that too, and I feel like he's already come back more than than The Rock did when when Rock initially left. Um, but yeah, I will I will I hope at least it's something I hope they I hope they sow the seeds for some WrestleMania storyline tonight um there was you know we've we've written on the on the site extensively about him and theory kind of exchanging um exchanging verbal blows but also the odd kind of um note of appreciation between the two you know i think cena has expressed his his um you know said that he's a fan of theory and and yeah so i think maybe there's something austin theory there could be something there um. Yeah. Who knows what? Who knows? Who knows what the the end get end goal is? But yeah, I do hope they start to sow the seeds tonight.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering if they'll just they'll put a couple different ideas out there, like just in case to cover their tracks, so that mm-hmm. they have options for WrestleMania. Because we've heard a lot of things about The Rock being their number one goal, but we don't know if he's going to be able to be at WrestleMania 39 yet.
1: Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. would need
2: a backup plan for Roman Reigns, which maybe we believe is Cody Rhodes. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if you throw the whole John Cena thing out there even as just an option. I don't know that's something that they would go with, but an option that you could have Roman Reigns and John Cena. It's not a bad idea, right? Yeah. If you've got Theory somehow getting involved in this match tonight and we have heard rumblings that this is going to be a big SmackDown, like the WWE really wants to have this show be... A wowser. So I'm expecting a debut of some kind. I'm expecting a big storyline of some kind, some sort of shocking twist of some kind. I think this will be a very big smackdown, the final one of 2022. So I don't know if it'll all revolve around John Cena, but I think they'll probably set the stage for something with him, even if they don't know if he's mm-hmm. going to be back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The reason um, he's wrestling tonight is because he hasn't wrestled at all this year. And that's what he wanted to make sure that he had done was keep that streak going of wrestling once at least every year. So I'm assuming he's going to wrestle next year, you know, 2023. I don't know what it's going to be at, whether it's a SmackDown or a Raw or mm. WrestleMania, but I can imagine that he's probably thinking, yeah, I do want to come back at least one time.
3: Yeah, and I think he's probably more capable of having a lengthy, well, we saw it at the SummerSlam main event with with Roman, which was actually, as I recall, that was a, a really good match, you know. Um, yeah, I think he's more. they're more likely to get a 25-minute a banger out of Cena than they are out of The Rock right now. Uh, so if if The Rock isn't able to to appear at WrestleMania or work a match at WrestleMania, then yeah, just just plug C- maybe plug Cena into that instead. Maybe you can have Cena and Roman, and then the next night you can have Roman and Cody or Cena and Cody. You know, something like that.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see. I don't. I don't think we're gonna see Cody tonight, but I wouldn't be shocked. Mm. Like I, we might they, see a
3: vignette, a package thing. They've been showing those packages since since he's since he went off, since they wrote him off TV. Basically, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, they've been putting him on TV a little bit more, right? They've got him. They had him on the Monday Night Raw, the best year in review uh, of 2022, and mm. he was kind of teasing that he was coming back pretty soon. So I wouldn't be shocked if he makes an appearance of some kind and maybe sets up some sort of teaser. Uh, we don't know exactly what's happening with Bray Wyatt. There's some talk that he was injured, uh, maybe broke his finger in a WWE live event match. I don't anticipate this is going to keep him out uh, mm. of anything that they've got planned because they have a program with LA Knight that they're working on. But we found out about a pitch black match that's happening at the Royal Rumble uh, mm. coming up here for the first major event in 2023. Do you believe that this pitch bat pitch black? It's hard to say. Pitch yeah. black match is yeah. Bray Wyatt or is it something else?
3: it's i mean i yeah it's probably brave right it can't be there's no i don't really see who else it could be um i'm hoping that it isn't um i'm hoping that the title of the match isn't like a super descriptive uh you know uh of isn't super descriptive of the match because uh i you know I, I don't think they would do anything as silly as to have like a you know not have anything lit or whatever um yeah, yeah. but no no clue what it could be but i'm um, looking forward to
2: finding out yeah, I would hope that they have some sort of idea. The The idea of just having a totally darker, like it's one thing when you turn out all the lights and you used to have like Sabu show up, right? It was yeah. out for like 30 seconds. And then all of a sudden said, but not even that long. It was like 10 seconds. It felt like a lot longer, but yeah, when you have like the undertaker pop up from under the ring or you have, it's one thing to turn the lights off for the arena for a very. But if you have an entire map, I just think that's risky. If I'm WWE, hmm. I don't know if I'm doing that. So I'm thinking they've got another plan because it leads to so many possible like injuries could be fans getting in each other's faces. could be a lot of things that could happen in the dark, right? Like Mm, it's not the best idea if that's what you're planning on doing is turning off the lights for the entire, whatever in an arena for 10, 15 minutes. I just can't see them doing Yeah, I'm sure it will be something, something a bit more creative. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hope. Cause it would be really weird if they just said, you know what? Let's just have some flashlights in the ring. And these guys are spotlights on them or, something because it just mm-hmm. seems like a disaster. But it's at the Royal Rumble where there's already, you know, arguably the biggest gimmick match that WWE has, which is the Rumble itself. And everybody really looks forward to that one. Do you expect to see, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. Uh, Are you, you know, when we do a prediction show for 2023 and our new year's resolution show, we'll talk about this, but are you thinking that there's going to be anybody coming back here in the near future that might be at the Royal Rumble? Like, are you expecting, Uh, any superstars that we haven't seen in a while or somebody that could pop up even tonight on SmackDown that might be headed towards the Rumble? Um, Yeah, I think we'll see. I
3: think Cody will come back at the Rumble ultimately. Um, I think the timing is going to work out there. And I think that would be a smart move. And, you know, I think he should win. Honestly, if he is fit and ready to go, I think he should win the men's Rumble for sure um tonight on smackdown you know we don't want to like age this uh this episode too prematurely but um yeah maybe chelsea green shows up i think we've had we've seen a lot of rumors about her coming back i think she'll be back
2: um probably i i imagine she'll be in the women's rumble for sure you think matt cardona would be with her if she does or they would keep those two things separately because those are that's a real life relationship right and there's been some yeah. teases that cardona although he doesn't want to become zach ryder again he sort of teased that maybe he wouldn't mind coming back to WWE at some point. I yeah. don't think there's anything there yet, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, if they came calling, he'd go back in a heartbeat, probably, maybe with
3: some caveats. But um, yeah, I don't think we'll see him. Uh,
2: I don't think we're going to see him anytime soon, but I'd be surprised if he didn't return to WWE at some point. One person that we may not see, but there was a lot of talk that he could be showing up here in the near future is Tyson Fury, uh, the professional mm. boxer. He was at the uh, Clash of the Castle event. He was mm-hmm. has been at other events, not in North America. But there's some talk that they want him for the Rumble and WrestleMania. But there's also some talk of work visa issues. And now mm-hmm. they might be rethinking this whole thing because Tyson Fury apparently, and I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently he doesn't really want to lose anything. He doesn't right. want to be eliminated from the Rumble. He doesn't want to look weak. I don't know how you use a guy like that if he's not willing to do any sort of job or be eliminated from the Rumble. Right what do you do with them so i'll ask you this whether it's true or not i'm not sure do you mind if tyson fury does not come back to wwe and be involved in the product at any way
3: yeah i mean i don't i don't I, i'm happy for him to uh pop up every now and then maybe in a tight Ty- mike tyson sort of role where he's not involved in any actual matches because you know he's not a wrestler he's a boxer he's i think he's quite he's he does have a very um I do think he's quite charismatic. He's a character, isn't he? He's got, mm-hmm. so he's a very entertaining person and obviously an incredibly gifted athlete. Um, yeah, I don't mind him showing up every now and then, like, you know, just messing around, maybe throwing a punch here and there, but yeah, I don't think I'd, I'm not, I'm not super interested in him taking a spot in the rumble.
2: Well, triple H seems to like him. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of the most curious about. Like for me, Tyson Fury, he's got a name. He's recognizable. He's going to bring in a certain element of fans, uh, that watch boxing. Cause, Boxing is an interesting sport now. It's really changed with the, you know, celebrity matches and things like that. But Fury's still part of that group of boxers who are boxing, and um, he is going to bring an element to WWE. But from what I understand and what I've read, it's millions of dollars that WWE is willing to spend on him to be at the Rumble and at WrestleMania. I'm just wondering if maybe his money better spent. You know, mm. if, if he's not willing to to play ball, so to speak. Mm-hmm with WWE, why not use that money in other ways? Like, if, yeah. if it's costing you that much to bring in Tyson Fury for those two events, I just think, to me, you know, I get the appeal, but I think there's maybe something better. I don't see Tyson Fury as the kind of person who could have a long, long-run WWE. Triple H seems to think maybe he's bred for this, like he's perfect mm. for WWE, and that there could be a really long-term feature there. I don't know if I see it, but, mm. um, yeah, I would use the money in other ways, but... yeah. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah, um, I agree. What about uh, Kevin Owens? He made a comment about uh, probably re-signing with WWE. He signed a two-year deal and he says, or he's got two years left or whatever the case is, and he wants to re-sign again. He sees no reason to go anywhere. Good mm-hmm. news for WWE. Mm. Not a big deal for WWE. Where do you sit with
3: this? No, really big news. He's obviously an asset. To, you know, he's an asset anywhere he goes. He's um, an incredible performer, extremely charismatic, by all accounts, a very, very nice dude. Um still i still hasn't been booked to his full potential in wwe i think that there is um uh a, a monster heel title run somewhere if you can even get him over the heel anymore he's so beloved now you know after uh paying his dues in that austin that austin wrestlemania match um you know which he rightfully got a lot of plaudits for um yeah him him re-signing just like just like when he re-signed you know, was it last year or something when people thought he was maybe going to AEW and then he resigned yeah, and made I'm a decision to signed a
2: three year. And that's probably why he's got the two left. Yeah. Right.
3: Made it made the best decision for his, his family financially, which was a very smart move. Um, And look, this is again, one of the benefits of AEW exist of AEW's existence. And we've talked about this before, you know, like these guys are going to get more money than they would have. If there wasn't any competition, Um, people like Kevin Owens are actually going to get paid closer to what they deserve than they would have. If AEW didn't exist.
2: Yeah. No, I think it's good for WWE. I like the idea of Kevin Owens sticking around. I am a little concerned about his injury history. He talks about how he's got some real issues, uh, in terms of some days he feels great and other days he really can barely move. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that means long term for a guy like him, especially the bumps that he takes and some yeah. of the matches that he puts on because he always mm-hmm. says doesn't matter if he wins or loses, he just wants to create those moments, and some of those moments include some pretty <laughs> crazy spots. So right. I- uh we'll see. I also I feel
3: like people have forgotten about that his little his feud with Roman as well during the pandemic which was one of the highlights of the uh you know of the whole Thunderdome era. That was yeah, you know, he's
2: like yeah, like I said he's just he's brilliant and they they're lucky to have him. We would be remiss if we didn't cover this in terms of a really big element of news today uh legendary TNA commentator Don West passed away at the age of 59. Uh, For those that know TNA, uh, he was kind of the voice. Mike Tenet and Don West were really the guys in TNA that uh, everybody really associates with that product. Uh, Really big loss for the the world of professional wrestling. Uh, If you don't know Don West, you probably would recognize him as soon as you saw him. He's done a bunch of like infomercial-type stuff really into the collectible scene, the sports memorabilia uh, with wrestling in general, and a lot of that stuff. So uh, yeah, sad day for wrestling fans, especially those of TNA.
1: Go to Blue Nile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's code LISTEN at Blue Nile.com for fifty dollars off. Blue Nile.com code LISTEN.
0: Hold up.
3: yeah um yeah don West and Mike Taney, absolutely brilliant commentary team very underrated um you know absolute highlights of of impact even if even if the on screen product wasn't uh, always super entertaining or engaging they were always they always gave it one hundred and ten percent and had had brilliant chemistry and yeah absolutely terrible loss to the to the wrestling world and yeah our thoughts go out to
2: his his friends and family so let's talk before we end things here today a little bit about the year 2022 so let's i'll ask you i'll give you mine and then uh, i'll ask you one more and then i'll give you mine so highlight of 2022 for you if you look both at wwe and aew Mm. and you could pick the one highlight the biggest storyline the biggest development the huge the biggest positive in wrestling whether it's Mm. wwe or AEW, what would it be for you so yes this is kind of a tough one really and
3: and uh, for the listener we didn't uh I, I jim and i have been very very busy over the holidays uh you know jim has a family and i have uh or jim has a family and dogs and i have uh, a wife and dogs uh but yeah uh we you know i haven't super prepared for this and off the top of my head the first thing uh cody Rhodes's return at wrestlemania is was amazing and so brilliantly done uh i got goosebumps from watching it i love to rewatch it he kind of it's so crazy how he completely just flipped the script on his his stock, right? Because if you remember in AEW, people were really fans were getting really sick of him. Um he had that sort of terrible feud with Antnya Gogo and um he did the cheesy boots in the ring fake retirement thing that nobody bought for a second. And yeah, his stock was towards the end of his AEW run was pretty low. Um, and then he immediately just changed tact, went to WWE and got, you know, pushed to the moon until he was injured. You know, you get the sense that I don't know if I don't know what you think, but, you know, the way that the the, the speed with which he was, you know, the intensity with which they were sort of um, presenting him on, on screen made it seem like he was going gonna to be the guy to vanquish Roman, maybe even at SummerSlam or something like that, you know. Um, so yeah, Cody's return definitely was a, a, a thing that sticks out in my, in my mind. Um, and then, yeah, the Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, uh, uh, you know, finally pying ways with, with his baby, uh, huge deal. Um, I, I'm, I don't know about you. I haven't seen creatively. I haven't really seen any huge positive steps just yet. But I I believe that they are they are coming uh, for sure.
2: Yeah, I I like the Cody run for sure. And to comment on what you were saying with his push, mm. yeah. I believe not only you know was Cody Rhodes a big star in the eyes of WWE and fans, and maybe the biggest star in AEW, but I think the idea that an AEW star jumped to mm. WWE was massive for mm-hmm. WWE because up until that point. No one had jumped from AEW to WWE. They all went from WWE to AEW, and AEW was building its roster off of people that had jumped. And so mm. this was a reversal of fortune where WWE got the biggest star in AEW, mm. or arguably up until that point. Now, Brian Danielson was coming after that, and Adam Cole, and CM Punk, but... Cody jumped at the time where he was the guy in AEW. Mm-hmm. And so that was big for WWE. And I I understand why they pushed that. And they really wanted to sell the idea. It's like, hey, look, we took their biggest guy, and this is gonna and I think it really has hurt AEW. I believe that the company um has had some ups and downs with him there, but without mm-hmm. him, I think things have started to go the other way. I think that mm-hmm. they really miss him and mm-hmm that Tony Khan is lost without him. And I, mm. I believe that he's still struggling trying to figure out, okay, what do I do? How do I manage all this? And I think Cody took a lot of that responsibility. So I think that was a massive loss for AEW. As far as the Vince McMahon thing goes, uh, Triple H taking over. Yeah, creatively, maybe there hasn't been like some really good storyline stuff to sink. I mean, Sami Zayn was sort of on his way, but Triple H has really helped push that forward. And I That's think That's true. Yeah, Sammy and Roman, absolutely right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But the one thing I really like is just the fact that Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan, uh, because remember, Nick Khan was taking all the heat for all these people getting laid off. Right. He Mm -hmm. had said, "Like, if you need somebody to blame, blame me. It's not me. But if you need somebody to blame, blame me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. but now you've still got him there in a major CEO position. And he's bringing in all these people with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And I think the element of surprise, whether you consider this a storyline or a dramatic creative direction or not just that we don't know from every week to week, from every show to show who's co- who's coming back is a huge difference between what was going on between Vince McMahon and Triple H. Because you can argue that not everybody, and we did the show on this, was not everybody's been a win and everybody whose return has not been perfect. But that you don't know and that anytime you tune into the show, you might see something that you didn't see last week. Mm. It's a huge step up from what yeah. Vince McMahon was doing because Vince McMahon just gave you the same old garbage every week.
3: Yeah, over and over, sure.
2: repetitive matches, repetitive storylines, he didn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that the writing was like, "Ah, well, we've got a new idea. We'll just scrap and we'll do my own thing. Triple yeah. H isn't doing that. You can see that he's planning this out. You can see that he's bringing people back that he thinks will have an impact with the fan base. And he's trying to mm-hmm. create an element of mystery here. That fans have missed in WWE for a long time, so I really, really like that. Yeah, um, those were going to be Vince McMahon was a low hanging fruit for me. That was going to be my my win of 2020. Okay, uh, I hope he he does not come back. There are rumors that he wants to, but let's just hope that that doesn't happen. What mm-hmm. was your low in
3: 2022? Um, let's see. I mean, look again. The first thing that comes to my head is um, is brawl out which obviously for us in the wrestling news media was you know a bit of a boon uh we got a lot of content out of that um so thanks guys uh, but yeah just cm punk i think uh in general the kind of disappointing uh end to and and kind of waste ultimately the you know a lot i think a lot of really um you know i, I think a lot of screen time and a lot of of match time was used in trying to get get him his moment and then ultimately it was all ruined for and all came to nothing um so it's yeah really disappointing that we didn't get uh, uh you know we didn't get a actual enjoyable successful summer of punk like we were promised um in in those early moments injuries and then and then brawl out so yeah i'd say that was maybe a low the AEW, and then i guess um you know, like if, I love AEW. I, I ultimately I, I do thoroughly enjoy the product, normally week in, week out. But there are some very frustrating booking decisions in that company sometimes, and they're even more frustrating than WWE sometimes because you expect, you don't expect it, and there's obviously sometimes it's just like the the obvious thing is right there, and they they're just not doing it. You know, you know we've talked about before some of the some of the pushes that have kind of called off um for for various reasons sometimes there's injuries or whatever but you know the ward low momentum uh i think that was they 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 really dropped the ball they really fumbled that one um and yeah just a few other guys and, and girls in there in in there too but yeah ultimately i just i i and we'll talk about this more in our next episode but i do expect um i really expect aw to to kick it up a notch in 2023 and maybe try to iron out some of those creases
2: yeah, that, that's going to be, I'm on the same page as you, a slightly different way when it comes to the low for me. It's definitely on AEW's side. What I, like, yeah, the CM Punk thing is a, is a big blow for AEW, mm, right? Mm-hmm. What is more, and if I look at it at a bigger, more macro picture, it's the idea that AEW has prioritized these people coming over from, like, AEW had a really good opportunity here to capitalize on some of the stars that they were building. Mm-hmm. Was Wardlow or Orange Cassidy or... The uh, Lucha Dragons, or uh, the elites, or whatever the case might be, yeah, uh, they really had an opportunity to create that pool of star mm-hmm. that fans had not really come to know yet, and mm-hmm. they had an opportunity to really build that and use guys like Chris Jericho or a couple other people to get those new stars over. And instead, they didn't do that. They just kept hiring people from WWE and bringing in new names and prioritizing them for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and then pushing them to the side again, which not only lost the momentum for the people who were coming in, but also just completely ignored the ones that they had. And then you have the MJF debacle, and you have the CM Punk debacle. I just – there was a lot of things that I was just like – and we aren't behind the scenes, so we don't know exactly what happened and how difficult this is for Tony Khan, but it really – screamed of like I don't know what to do with this big a roster and I think he got ahead of himself and he just brought in too many people Mm. and didn't know how to handle it and didn't know how to deal with the egos and couldn't maintain control in uh on social media and behind the scenes and I think got away from them and Mm -hmm. that's what I see as a really big issue for them because now not only do you not have some of these people who have now left and maybe aren't coming back but you have an entire pool of people who seem to be a little unhappy Right, Whether it's Andrade or Miro, who seem always to be a little bit unhappy. But you still have other guys that you could have done something with that don't seem to be too keen on the way that things have gone for them.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: that, I think, is a concern. Because mm-hmm. you had this pool that was really... And the fans were really eager for something new. But mm-hmm. right? they really wanted these new guys to take that step forward. And they were behind them. They were supporting mm-hmm. them. And they were prepared to pay with their dollars. And AEW just said, you know what? Let's just give this money to the WWE guys. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a huge mistake. You know, some of those yeah. guys are great picks, but there were just too many of them. And yeah, I think that is going to cost AEW. I think I think they need to get that sorted out. If well, they figure that out in 2023, I think they're in trouble.
3: I mean, ultimately, we do we do now have MJF as champion, so I guess there's like you know there's a little ray of hope there. Um, uh yeah, but definitely next year there's guys. I mean, Andrade is injured and stuff, but yeah, next year there's 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 some people that need deserve to be booked better and hopefully they do get booked better next year um i am liking the ricky stark stuff at the moment and then the the jungle boy hook thing i'm kind of enjoying too i think that's kind of a good spot for that those two to be in at this moment in their careers you know um, yeah, I'm seeing some positive signs for sure.
2: Yeah. They just need to I think they need to keep doing those things and find that lane because we're already hearing whispers of punk wanting to come back. And then things mm. like Jericho's told the locker room, no, 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 there's no way I'm letting him back. And mm. uh, He's not even the guy to make that decision, but he's already apparently saying that to people. So, and then you got FTR saying they want punk back. Like there's a, there's a lot of like mixed signals coming from that locker room and from behind the scenes there. I think they just need to figure out which, what direction they want to go and commit to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And once they've done that, I think they'll be all right, but they got to get that sorted out because if they just keep trying mm-hmm. to, you know, they had that old saying, if you try to serve everybody all the time, you're going to end up pleasing nobody most of the time. And it's just, yeah. I, I think that's a mistake if they don't mm. figure out what they want to do with their product and, and somebody needs to help Tony Khan just be the guy that says you put the foot down, right? Like, this is what I'm doing. We're going this direction We're yeah. to it. And if you don't like it too bad right
3: yeah he does need like a you know a sort of sporting director like someone to just kind of um, maintain order in the locker room you know uh, maybe listen i i think I, I you know i've always thought that wrestlers court was very dumb but maybe they need it
1: <laughs> yeah maybe. maybe
3: AEW needs wrestlers court maybe they need to hire jbl <laughs> come and steal jbl from wwe
2: yeah i mean it's there's something to be said for being able to you know a little law and order amongst your group right Not letting people get out of hand because it it is really, you know, uh, those running the inmates running the asylum in a lot of ways over there. So it'll be interesting. All right, Norman, that was fun. We uh, wanted to keep it short today just to quickly talk about some news and our look back at 2022. Our next show, uh, which we're going to be recording right away and we'll deliver right in the first part of 2023, will be a sort of New Year's resolution show. We'll talk about 2023, what we're expecting, what we're hoping to see, uh, what direction we think both AEW and WWE will go. And, of course, we're going to have the Royal Rumble coming up here pretty quick, so we'll be talking a little bit about that and the road to WrestleMania, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Uh, it's another edition of the Sports Show brought to you by thesportster.com. Don't forget, download, subscribe, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, have a fantastic New Year's Eve, and enjoy the rest of what is left in 2022. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you in 2023. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>